0: Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. I'm going back to the well, and the well is known as the Tim Ferriss' show. I am a big supporter. I love the show. And one of my favorite guests that comes on his show, and he's been on there several times, is legend in marketing, Seth Godin. If you've never listened to anything Seth Godin has written or read anything he's written, listen to it, listen to any of his talks on YouTube, just go binge you some Seth Godin for a while. He is an absolute Brain. He is the smartest person in marketing. He is so good. He forces you to change the way you think. You can't not you can't listen to him and not change the way you think. He's so good at getting his perspective across in a way that you receive it and with an open mind and you change because he's that good. He is gifted. So I rambled on and on about Seth. You'll see why I say that, because here's an example. Of Tim Ferriss, who I think is an amazing interviewer. That's why I bring so many of his clips or transcript pieces, like I'm going to do here from one of his episodes, and always give him credit because this is his content, his show. I just want to you know share a piece of his podcast on here because it's that good. And then I have an excerpt to share at the end to connect everything back to cleaning. So let's let's start here. There's a clip from episode number 638 from The Tim Ferriss Show, which is Seth Godin on the game of life, the value of hacks, and overcoming anxiety. It's a repost he had done from 2020. At the 20-minute mark of this conversation, Seth shares a teaching strategy on learning how to juggle. I'm thinking like, where is Seth going with this? But then I listened to it again and a third time. It was so profound and yet so simple. How do jugglers learn how to juggle multiple balls? Here you go, here's what Seth said. Here's a transcript, a piece of the transcript from Tim's website. Here's Seth Gooden. So I've taught more people to juggle than most. I'm not a great juggler, but we're not talking about figuratively. I'm talking about actually juggling. So let's talk this through because I think it's a useful lesson. If you've ever seen a juggler on television or on video or in person, what do you notice is that they don't drop the ball. Not dropping the ball is perhaps the driving force of what makes someone a juggler. And if you are enjoying the show, you are willing and wishing the balls not to drop. So if someone says you want to learn how to juggle, You might say, yes, this is what always happens when I teach people to juggle. They grab three balls, I say, no, 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 no. They grab three balls and they throw the first. This is easy. They throw the second one and then they go and catch it because they know catching is the key to juggling. By the time they get to the second ball, they have to lunge for it. Once you lunge for the second ball, you're out of position for the third one, and then you're done. It's all on the ground and you give up on juggling because if juggling is about catching, you're terrible at it. What's the alternative? Well, the way I've taught people how to juggle is simple. I give them one ball and we spend 20 minutes and 30 minutes throwing the ball and letting it hit the ground, no catching. Then we add the second ball, Throw, throw, drop, drop, no catching. Throw, throw, drop, drop. If you do that for 40 minutes total, you're going to be really good at throwing. If you get really good at throwing, the catching takes care of itself. This is the part about divorce from the outcome because all we care about, if we want to learn to juggle, is to learn to throw the metaphor i cannot escape which is getting better at throwing is what we have to do to build resilience and it's what we have to do to live in a world that's changing ever faster if we try to anchor on outcomes and control results we're in the catching business and then we're really in bad trouble oh man there's seth he's just dropping mind blowing bombs that last part of this transcript, if we try to anchor on outcomes and control results, we're in the catching business and then we're really in bad trouble, right? The catching business, the ball is going to drop. We get out of position for the next one, ball's going to drop and now we're not juggling. Oh, this is so good. I see this all the time in cleaning business entrepreneurs. They are anchoring on outcomes and trying to control results. They need X many new employees and X many new customers to hit their goals. Watch this. If they need three new employees and that's the goal, they will take the first three to hit the goal. In like matter, if they need five customers to hit the goal, they will take the first five they get. You may say, Ken, what's wrong with this? They are hitting their goal I'm so glad you asked because I beg to differ. What if the three they hire are bad hires or they quit? Was it just bad luck and they need to reset the goal and hire three more? No, this is focusing on catching the ball and not dropping it. I would shift the mindset and shift the thinking and the goals to the throwing. How many applicants does it take to find three amazing, high-caliber, culture-fitting, ambitious employees? Pull the numbers. You may find it takes 100 applicants to find one amazing, qualified employee like this. To focus on throwing, then, you would set your goal in this example to 300 applicants. Celebrate hitting the goal when you've attracted 300. Then do the work to properly filter them or chisel the rock to the perfect sculpture of the three you want. In other words, 300 applicants is you throwing, 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 throwing. And then you catch. You're in position. You catch one. Boom. You catch two. You catch three. You're now juggling. You found the three. This still hits the same goal you had of three new employees, but you are now getting amazing employees because your focus has changed from the catching to the throwing. Remember how Seth teaches juggling. It's the same with customers. Not all customers are good customers for you and your business model. Track your marketing and sales conversions. Let's say you figure out that your last five amazing customers required marketing to 200 prospects for one year. Focus on throwing by marketing to 200 new prospects or others already on your current prospect list for another year. This will generate enough throws of potential customers and likely Produce five amazing customers that you catch. Do you see how this is working? Remember, Seth is teaching us juggling. I did a similar episode last year called Two Rewards and a Consequence, where I was tracking leading and trailing goals. It's the same concept. Seth is not saying in this excerpt from this podcast that jugglers don't care about catching. They have to catch. But if they throw good and don't catch the balls, they have no juggling career, for sure. Seth is saying that the juggler that masters the art of throwing will automatically learn how to catch. They go hand in hand. Oh, you see what I did there? Ha ha. Thank you, Seth. And thank you, Tim, for that amazing podcast episode. Definitely go check out The Tim Ferriss Show. I don't get paid to promote his stuff. I just really like it. His book, The 4-Hour Workweek, was a big inspiration for me early on as an entrepreneur as well. Tim Ferriss is a master at the podcast. Last I checked, he has almost a billion podcast downloads. I can't even comprehend that many. So, yeah, he's a great interviewer, and this was a great episode. So thanks for letting me bring you another one from the Tim Ferriss Show. I hope you really got something from learning how to juggle. Seth teaches juggling. And then I just took that concept and that mindset and brought it to you and how you should possibly and probably look at your goal setting inside the hiring and customer pipelines that you're using in your cleaning company. So I just want to pose this to you. I would love some feedback. Um, Number one, are you enjoying the Smart Cleaning School podcast? For the past three plus years now, I have released two new episodes every week in hopes that you would implement what you've learned and grow. It's a free course and that's the beauty of podcasting. Thank you for listening. I love doing this. Again, as you can tell, it's a labor of love and it helps so many. Win-win. I love it. And hopefully you love it. But it isn't free to do. And it does take a lot of my time. That's why I brought on advertisers last year in 2022. And I would only bring on ones that I personally endorse. And I'll continue adding more for sure. That's part of our goal. But my biggest struggle going forward in 2023 is that I have too much content. (laughs) I guess that's a problem, right? I've been trying to figure out how I can share the extra hours of amazing teaching from each interview guest and the entire unreleased interview catalog that I have that I don't have time to publish and bonus content from the smart cleaning tribe expert calls that are incredible and clips from my ISO model course and other resources that I discover along the way. I have enough awesome content for a second podcast. I would love to share this with you all ad-free, but I can't do it for free. I believe this firmly. Those that want to level up must have skin in the game. To play at a higher level, you have to pay a higher level. That's where the idea of the Smart Cleaning School Premium podcast came from. What if I took this premium bonus content and offered it for like 10 bucks a month. Would this be valuable to you? What content would you be most interested to listen to? Would you pay for something like this? I would greatly, greatly appreciate your feedback. Please go to smartcleaningschool.com backslash premium to submit your feedback and potential interest for this new learning track in the smart cleaning school. Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate every single one of you out there listening. I know you could be spending your time or investing your time in many other ways, but you chose to tune in to this show once again. Thank you. And I look so forward to hearing from you soon. Have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.